0: Concepts for Living Welcome to Concepts for Living Concepts living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing Concepts for Living Can change your life today Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living I know that I repeat that every time but It's because this is our mantra. We believe that we can find biblical principles for contemporary living. The best living, if you please. So I want you to stay tuned. And I will be speaking in this message from the thief, Baffled, but not beaten, just waiting. just waiting on God in the midst of everything that's going on just waiting on God things I don't understand just waiting on God things that are hurting and things that are painful and things that are difficult but just waiting on God they baffle me but I'm not beaten because the battle is not mine It's the Lord's. Well, the author of this three-chapter book bears the name Habakkuk. His name means embrace or he that embraces. The construct of this book represents a conversation between God and his prophet servant. It is a major message given to a minor prophet. But God has his people on his mind. I say God has his people on his mind. As the conversation continues, he finds it difficult, the man of God, the prophet of God. He finds it difficult to accept the message that God is conveying regarding an impending invasion by the Babylonians of Judah and the destruction of the city of Jerusalem and the taking of God's people captive. All of that is now rushed in upon the heart, the mind, the spirit of the prophet of God. This would happen God says, note in chapter 1 verse 5, God said, and this, I'm going to do this work in your days. Now, now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you're going to witness this. You're going to see that the the Babylonians will come with their hordes and they're going to invade the city. It's going to happen. Now, let me just say this. It's one thing To have something to overtake you by surprise. But then it's another thing when you have to wait on something devastating that's going to happen, watch this now, and it will come to pass in your time. There's nothing you can do, it's going to happen and when I look at that I'm considering what's happening in our world today with this pandemic with the COVID-19 challenges and, and with all of the suffering on so many different levels that we're having to face right now and somehow in the midst of it all the question is where is God and what is God up to what's going on here and i say it's another thing to hear that god is permitting it and that god is announcing it and god is saying this is going to happen you're going to witness one of the most devastating invasions you've ever known in your life we are facing one of the most devastating experiences that we've ever had in our lives And it's not just local. It's global. And in the midst of it, the question is, what's going on? Where is God? Well, listen, as he converses with his prophet servant, Habakkuk, he is saying to him, these things will come to pass. It's going to happen. There's nothing you can do but trust me through this. And that was his struggle. Now, by the way, his name is Embrace. <laughs> and sometimes we don't live up to our names because it was difficult for this prophet to embrace such information. God predicts it. God permits it God is in the midst of the performance of it this is hard to embrace, this is hard to understand and there are many things that you're going through and I'm going through that's hard to understand and so what we do is we find ourselves constantly questioning God what's going on especially when it's happening to your anointed. Those who have been poured upon. Those who have been smeared upon. Those who smell like the perfume of the oil. God's anointed. I said God's anointed. going through this. When you read verse 13 of this third chapter, it says, Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for salvation with thine anointed. Being anointed does not exempt us from the circumstances or vicissitudes of life we all go through it we all impact it one way or another by it our hearts are made to bleed our eyes drop with tears oh my God this is where we are right now and the questions I said the questions yes even the prophet of God Questions. He questioned it. God, what's going on? When you read in this third chapter, you, you, you're constantly reminded of the fact that there are some things that will happen to you that you had nothing to do with in bringing it about. There's a big picture. We look at the local scene, but we're not looking at the global scene to the extent that there is a worldwide situation. But God is still God. And God is now trying to convey this to his baffled prophet. And it, and, and it begins with his questions. Why this God? And why that God? And why the other God? So, so his questions now leads him to a quest. He wants to go through it to see what it's all about. Now, then his quest will end, watch this now, now, now you gotta get this with a conquest. Question, quest, conquest. In other words, it starts this whole book, this whole three chapter book begins on the note of gloom, but it ends on the note of glory. As always, we have three points to our message. One, the perplexity. Two, the perspicuity. And three, the pertinacity. Stay tuned and be blessed. We have to reach a place of perspicuity. Once we get to the place of perspicuity, what, that, that simply means a place of, of, of intelligent, watch this now, Farsightedness. Level-headedness. Anticipation. They're more than words. They represent position of heart and mind and hopefully mouth. Our conversation, what we say to people will represent what's going on on the inside and it would also represent what you know and what you claim you and I have to be at this place so that we can say watch this now you ready although although (laughs) be it as it may I know that God's in control. I know that he's at work. I know he's doing something right now. In the midst of it, he's bringing me to fresh awareness. And I hope you're listening to me this morning. I want you to know that God can help you in perspicuity if you can just say, in spite of what I'm going through, although although I'm dealing with deficits although I'm dealing with my pain what I don't have what's this although he gives a description he says although what he says although the fig tree shall not blossom neither shall the fruit be in the vines the labor of the olive shall fail And the fields shall yield no meat. The flocks shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no herd in the stall. Can you give God worship? Can you give God praise when you have nothing? Can, can, Can you still worship when you haven't heard from him? Can you still give him glory? When you are going through the worst time of your life. What I want to know is, can you worship him when you're in your deficit position? It's not about what you have because some people only want to worship him because of what he gives you. Some people only want to worship God just because he provided this and he gave me that. And he opened the door and he did. What about when he don't open the door? Can you still worship him? Uh, What about when you're going through hard praises? Can you still praise him? What about when you are in a deficit position? Lost my job. Lost my loved one. Lost this. Lost that. Lost the other. Lost the other. No this. No blossoms. No what's now. No grapes on the vine. No olives to be crushed. No harvest to be coming from the field. Lost of of my stock, of my flock. My flock, some of my flock have wandered off. I don't even know where they are. And then I don't have no cattle in my stalls. Can you praise him amid your poverty? I wish somebody right now, if you're in your house, get up from wherever you are, start walking around and start giving God praise right now. I'm going to give you a practice session. I'm going to give you a practice session. I want you to get up right now, wherever you are and start walking around and say, God, I bless your name. God, I worship you. Almighty God, there is none like you. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you. Oh, what a mighty God. No job, no this, no that, no the other. But I got to praise. I got to worship. Can you do it? Can you do it? Some can only do it when their carpets are full. Some can only give him glory and worship when the fields are full. When everything is going smooth. God help us if things start to get rough. Uh, But God is looking for a people who will praise him straight through through it all through it all i've learned to trust in jesus i've learned to trust in god through it all i want to help somebody don't worry your job is on the way don't worry things are going to change for you don't worry just wait because he's coming and when he comes bring salvation to his anointed somebody if nothing else why don't you just go and give God praise that you're anointed just go and give God praise I don't have a lot of stuff but I got an anointed (laughs) somebody ought to say I may not have what brother banana sister peach has but I just want to say I am anointed I know something about having his anointing on my life because if I'm anointed it's only a matter of time when things are going to change for me things will change for you yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will joy in the God of my salvation well who am I talking to right now who am I talking to right now Oh my, this is, this, this is like a wake-up call to somebody. Because sometimes we can get so low in the midst of our situation that we forget that God is on our side. He's dealing with some business and he is coming to your rescue. I said he is coming to your rescue. That's a bold statement. But I've been waiting a long time. I said he is coming. He is coming. He will show up. And when you start reading and observing the scripture, this is a wonderful passage for our time because it can give you what you need to make it through. Are you with me? Because somebody's going through a valley. Remember David? David said, uh, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Watch this. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Watch this, watch this. Don't miss this part. Thou anointest my head with oil. The anointing is not necessarily exclusive to your being used of God. Your anointing identifies you as His. That's mine. That's my child. That's my daughter. That's my son. That's my people. He brings salvation to his people. God will never desert you. He's always with you on his mind. We can never ascend to the mountaintop until we make it through the valley place. Some are going through the valley of Becca right now. The word Becca means weeping. Some are going through that others are going through the valley of Echor, Echor simply means trouble, we go through valleys as I said just now David said the valley of the shadow of death we all go through some valley but God doesn't leave us in the valley he causes us to rise from the valley and to be able to go on to the greater blessings that he has in store for us Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed, inspired, and informed to know that you might be baffled, but you're not beaten. You've just been waiting, and it has been worth the wait because he will make you stronger and put you on a higher plane than you have ever been. He will do it. Because you will look to Him, even in this hour, to be for you that source, in spite of being baffled, not beaten, and He rewards your waiting.